Hello everyone, welcome back to our third episode of Sisterhood Connect and I am Jerry Kimani. And yeah, today I will talk about my early parenting and you know, yeah, so I I think it's uh, it's more important I talk about this uh so that at least we can um, have an idea of, you know, how my journey has been. It's not been, you know, because sometimes I find people texting me and telling me, oh, you know, you're, you're so good in parenting and stuff like that. But no, it hasn't been the way some of you see it. It was tough. So like I said, you know, uh, when I was parenting my daughter, you know, I had no clue. I had no formula. I was unaware. I was not even conscious. I did not even know how to parent myself. And so that made it very hard and I had one of those moments that I broke down because I had no clue at all of what is like expected of me as a parent, as a young mother for that matter. And uh, I found that I always kind of like navigated from um, an authoritative parenting. <laughs> and yeah, because that's what I learned when I was growing up. You know, some of these things, you know, they just happen automatically. We do them you know, sometimes just, you know, subconscious, you know, you pick things, you know, from, you know, your background, from your environment and stuff like that. So I would give a story of my daughter. So like I said, I gave birth to her when she was, you know, not she was, when I was 23 years old. And it was devastating. Yes. Because, you know, now here you have a little somebody who is looking up to you and who needs your attention and you do not even have anyone you know to like take you through the process of parenting you know it just like it's more like the society uh, you know like kind of like expect you to be ready we're not even you know like uh, given you know tips of how to go about parenting so it's more like ah, oh, you've become a parent so then okay go ahead but I'm telling you, especially for young mothers, I know it is hard. And as well as for, you know, uh, elder mothers, it's still hard. So I remember when, uh, I'll give a story of when I had no clue of what I was doing. And what I did to her was more like um, trying to control her and, you know, and not even, you know, giving her the, the opportunity to express herself. Because, of course, how would I, like, give my daughter an, an opportunity to express herself where I came, uh, I came from an African society where we never had that space of expressing your feelings or even your thoughts. Oh, especially to your elders or even to your parents for that matter. That, that would have been something huge. That would have been called, you know, for grounding and, and blows. So... I was operating from that, from that way, from that part. That's how I was parent. I was parenting her, and I remember she she was really talented. Everything she does, people that know might. I'm not trying to brag, but whenever she does something, she do it very perfectly. And she joined gymnastics, and I was so happy of what she was doing. She was always the best, 
and she would go for these you know like uh, activities where they, they they're going for like tournaments and she will always be like in position 3 while she was competing with other older kids and i remember she was about 4 5 years old then 4 5 and 6 yeah that's when she she was into gymnastics like really really into gymnastics then i recall i, I saw that she she's no longer now interested into that it became like a battle for me and her to start fighting her and she was more like she's no longer interested because it was not sparking joy anymore to her and i became so angry with her because how would you how would you how would you like you know train and you know always you know like attend these trainings for like 3 years and all of a sudden you wake up and you tell me that mommy I'm no longer interested so I felt as a parent I have to step up and take control and you know like force her I was I think the last the the, the last you know her sixth year she was like you know she she, she was so stressed if I want like kind of like look back I can see how stressful how I like made it hard for her but of course i was that authoritative that i did not even want to recognize her feelings it was about me i now that's when now i realized that i was operating on my ego not on her well-being so it was a struggle that you know she she would even cry when she was going for those you know like uh, trainings she would literally when they are training she's she's sad and wiping her tears and that i don't know what happened all of a sudden and something told me that no nina you cannot uh you cannot uh, yes i'm nina nina and jerry so i might use nina or even jerry so i'm talking about the same i'm talking about myself so i i realized that i can no longer do that to her because that's not being uh, that's not how parenting should should go it's more like i had an awakening and i felt that bossing her around and making her pursue stuff that never resonated with her personality was was kind of being destructive and it was more like uh, coming in in between our relationship which really you know like she was so fearful of me and yeah it it's 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 been a hard work for me to like you know kind of now shift from being an authoritative parent to a conscious parent and i remember i was struggling that much and i had to kind of like check on the internet a book probably i can read or even you know give me ideas of how i should you know go go forward with her or how we should kind of you know like try to see how you know we can navigate on our differences because i saw that affected her that much and it was affecting me as well so there's this book i i found or the she's called dr shefali and the the book was uh, the awakened family I think I can read something she she talks about here she she said that uh our children have the unique ability to bring about our greatest transformation however many of us are unable to experience this because we are blinded by modern misconceptions of parenting 
and when i read that part i mean it was on like a book in, in um at the back of um uh, at the back of the book and the book cover yeah i don't know if i'm making sense and i decided okay fine maybe this is the book for me it's going to help me you know to deal with my my struggles of parenting so it's more of like how to raise empowered resilient and conscious children and when i read that book it changed my perspective on parenting the way i deal with my daughter completely changed and it's not like a night you know in a more, more like a overnight you know uh practice but of course every day when you put into into actions all the tips and what she talks about inside the paper you know you you kind of see how how you need to parent yourself before you even start parenting your kids uh because i remember there was somewhere that she said that if your child is being disrespectful they are likely modeling behaviors they've observed from you if your child they they are acting in a way that uh in a way of uh resistance it means that they're still modeling uh, behaviors you know they've seen from you and that's exactly what was happening so when i told my daughter that she has to go for these trainings she would you know she she would fight with me she would fight me back you know not really fight but you know she was we were arguing we got into very harsh arguments where i would even feel like oh god i want i, I want to beat her up and this is not even what I, i i kind of wanted in my life you know to have a kid who's not listening but in the real sense i'm the one as a parent who was not listening who was not giving her that that um, that space to be able to express herself because i was not brought up that way oh god when we were growing up our parents they never gave us that opportunity to express yourself or even like tell your tell your mom that oh mommy today you've wronged me saying just even telling your mom that that she's wronged you that would have been called we, we didn't even have timeouts it was about you know us whipping in a way that you will you will never forget about that you know that uh, that situation so i found that you know it, it was and you know i'm young here i am a young mother and i have a child who's not listening and then uh, in a couple of years i got pregnant again with my son so i have two kids now i'm trying to bring up and i have no clue of you know how i should parent them it was uh, but I, i would say that with my son i think i he came in he arrived in uh, in a moment where i started to be to be a conscious mother uh although i was not you know really very conscious but because i had already you know you know like dived into what dr shefali you know like talked about parenting and how you're supposed to be in the present and be a conscious mother you know i would say that i i i still see that i parented both uh differently and even the way my daughter reacts it's different from the way my son reacts even emotionally because you know there there are those triggers you know that the the they're still in her 
and it, this is what I'm even now trying to work on because uh, like I said it's not an overnight an overnight uh, activity to do and uh, being an early mother it's it, it is hard it is really hard because you sometimes you 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 even parenting in a place of chaos a place of fear you don't even you know you you don't even have self awareness you have all sorts of anxiety within you and also you're trying to prove that you're you're a mother and you're having it all together which is of course no it's the opposite so in trying even to mirror back you know all the messages that probably i was directing on her way that kind of sometimes makes me sad because i had no one no one to show me the way in in a parenting journey and this is even where i would say that uh, i'd ask people that if you have a relative who's who's a young mother i think it's it's really important when you kind of like you know spend some quality time with them if you are you know able to even like be able to dive into you know the ways how or even not even ways but just even to ask them how they feel about the parenting and all that it's really important because if you you do not break the autopilot parenting the with the same experiences from from your background from your environment it will you you'll bring you know like uh, you'll always bring out the toxicity into your kids or even to your daughter or to your son and that will affect the way they grow up the way they show up, the, the the way they show up uh in this world and we want to raise like i said empowered resilient and conscious children we do not want to have kids who are who are suffering from anxiety they they're stressful kids who cannot even be able to express themselves because they were not given that space to do that when they required it i have learned that i i need to call out myself before i even call out my kids and the reason i do that is so that i can try to reframe whatever the emotions my kids are showing me if it's something to do with me or you know there's another you know problem issue that's you know that they have going on in their lives and once i started doing that i was even able to be in that position of you know saying even apologizing when whenever i i, I get a gut moment of whatever i did to my kid or even whatever i said to them was not was not right it was disrespectful so i have been able to even like you know sit down my daughter and even apologize apologize for for forcing her to do things that you know are not sparking you know joy into her are not you know for her own good and i'm not saying that you should go you know saying sorry to your kids because of course sometimes you need you have to understand when like you step over and uh, i mean like when you when you really step over their toes you have to realize 
that moment and do it instantly because if you do not do it then it will create that barrier and also resentment you know kids they do sometimes hold uh grudges but we do not realize and the way to understand that is you know sometimes you'll find adults that talk about oh what happened when they were they, they were kids and they still have that anger in them and we do not want our kids to carry anger because we want all the best for we we, we want all for we want the best of you know of of we want the best outcome you know towards their life and be able to shift your focus shift your focus in a way that you approach your parenting in uh, in a manner that will reflect your inner transformation and not the child because once you try to do that i've realized it 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 brings uh, chaos you know between you and and your kids and when you try to integrate you know the shift of focus in your daily life it's going to change you know the way you relate to each other it's going to be it's going to contribute to their you know like in their in their health in their mental health and you know stuff like that so it is you know like unhealthy not even unhealthy it, it is it is really you know disrespectful like if you all what you all doing is name calling and you know screaming and shouting and not even recognizing that you are two people that can sit down because your kids are human beings they are very understanding so if you just sit them down and talk because that's what now i do with my kids if i feel that there is a way they're behaving that that is not uh reflecting you know the way i have taught them what i do is to sit down and we talk about it and i realize that when we do that when we sit down if i'm the one on the wrong side i will apologize and if it's my kids on the wrong side definitely they do apologize without even me asking for an apology because it's you know it's giving them that space to like open up and be vulnerable and see that what they did was not right but if i come with you know all sorts of emotions and not trying even to behave myself definitely that's what my kids will kind of reflect back to me and this is where you find a, a lot of parent they talk about how you know their kids are not listening the kids they're talking back to them they're being disrespectful but if you dig in and you know you know like you just like observe it's the, the kids always reflect back to us yeah so yeah i thought maybe i would talk about that in this episode because i have seen you know i was in that state of being an authoritative parent but now because i'm more conscious i don't i'm not saying that i know everything but i'm still learning and i'm still applying you know my knowledge of how i should i i, I should present myself you know to 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 my kids and how i want them to grow up and i also want to break that circle of 
of how I was parented. I'm not saying that our parents, they, well, how they, what they did to us was bad, but they were not aware as well. They had no, you know, formula of what they're doing. They, 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 they were doing exactly what, you know, they, they, how they were parented. You know, it's more like a circle. They were, and if you don't recognize that and you change that then it will still be the same thing you will pass to your kids you know all the traumas of your childhood and of your parents childhood and of your grandparents childhood so you have we have to find a way of learning a new way we have to be awakened we have to know that the our kids are not they're just here to kind of like um make ourselves make uh, make us see how our ego can distract us and other people for that matter and th- there's something i know that f- how fear drives our anxiety anger and other reactions to our children it's because we are largely unaware of how to navigate the parenting you know our, our ways of parenting and we kind of when you're not aware you kind of like bring up all the results all everything that you saw when you were growing up and till you become emotionally mature you know we kind of bound to suffer from a varying degree of like uh, unconsciousness even into late adulthood you know many of us still haven't learned to respond in level-headed ways uh, rather than you know re- reacting like more immaturely and this is why we have gaps in our emotional development particularly around our children since they kind of evoke evoke our childhood experiences so we have like uh, a lot of a, a lot a, a lot to work on as parents we kind of have to sit down and reflect so if your kids are not doing things the way you want them to do so you have to sit down and ask yourself why are they doing you know how why are they behaving in that manner and as i wind up i don't know if i made sense or not but i hope that uh what i've talked about probably will help someone and there is this prayer that i found in that book i talked about and more, so not every day but from time to time i like to chant it so and i think i'll i'll kind of you know say it so that at least you'll have an idea so it's uh, it, it's called the chant chant the welcome prayer so i say that i welcome all that is involved in the madness of parenting aware that i invited this journey to transform me i welcome its wildness and waste its chaos and confusion its dirt and distractions its sulk and strive its unknowns and unpredictability its helplessness and havoc its anxiety and anger its tedium and tension I welcome all that's involved in the madness of parenting knowing that when I truly embrace it in the now I am left in awe of its magnificence and beautiful beauty 
yeah and that's that, that that's very a powerful prayer if you keep on you know like chanting every now and then it, it's very good so yeah that is the end of our 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 our, our, our podcast oh my god what did i say <laughs> i'm sorry about that so that's the end of our our topic today so i hope that we will have another session next week coming and so yeah see you next time